Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk, your host with the most. And as always, I've got my pilot, my main man, Mark, the fitness ninja Zalmanoff, hanging out with me today. And we do not have a guest, but we got a damn good episode for you. Before we jump in and start changing your mind so you can go get paid what you're worth and ultimately get get what you're worth in every area of your life, I need you to do me a solid. It's Christmas. This is my Christmas wish that I have. <laughs> Leave us a review. Hit the subscribe. Screenshot it. Tag us at the Fit Pro Bros. Shoot, you could even text or email this episode to someone that you know that needs to hear this so that we can help more of our bros and sisters go out there and get what they're worth. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Mark? What's happening, man? It's, uh, it's December, so... <sighs> I know this will come out a little after we record this, but um, the sun is shining. It's like 70 degrees today, which is amazing. That's why I live in Texas. And John, happy anniversary, dude. Like one year of the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast. How about that? Dude, that's crazy. Do, do we buy each other stuff? Like, dude, like how, how, I don't know how to do this. I think, I think the listeners buy us. Thing. Oh, I like that. So I've got a website link. <laughs> go, go, to my, go to my Amazon wish list. You can find that on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> Feet photos, five bucks a pop. It's Christmas. Feet in the gym, baby. Um, <laughs> I guarantee you someone's doing that. Oh, for sure, ma'am. There's definitely someone like, so we were joking about uh, our one client who's rocking Tinder. By the way, he's still getting leads and closing deals off Tinder. <laughs> Um, there's somebody out there, the trainer that's figured it out. That's rocking on only fans. I just haven't met him yet, but there's someone out there doing it. I know it. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I saw, I saw an article. Some girl's been selling her farts <laughs> in, in jars and made like 50 grand or something. Well, in a week. Well, uh, Belle Daphine, what the girl that was out there that was doing all the weird stuff and it was sexual, but. It wasn't sexual. It was just clickbaity. She was selling like her bathtub water to people. <laughs> and she got in a lot of trouble for it too. She's like totally disappeared and hadn't been able to come back ever since. But she was selling bath water to people. I bet she's insane. responsible for COVID. Like how COVID. fucking lonely do you need to be to buy bath water from some internet chick? Like Jesus Christ. That's so insane. Weird. So weird. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we got the Jelaine Maxwell case going. That's, uh, you know, my conspiracy theory loving self. I, uh, I'm hoping something comes of that, but it probably won't because that's our judicial system. But you never know. You never know. Bunch of weird shit. Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, so we'll, uh, I got a little story that I want to tell. This is a, a feel good story. And if you are a coach, a fitness coach, and regardless of whether you're in person or online, I think this is going to really apply, and I, and I hope you, you get the lesson from this. So 
every November we do plank vember in the gym. Um, I, I kind of have like a set warm up that people do. I, I write it up on the board. So they do the warm up for the whole month. But every day in November, I have a different plank. And it could just be a basic plank. And I tell them how long. It may be a weighted plank. It could be a side plank. It may be, you know, a plank with hip extension or hip abduction or whatever. Um, but I slowly ramp them up throughout the month. And then at the end of the month, I have everyone max out. Now, from a, from a training standpoint, from a, from a fitness standpoint, to me, a plank is one of the most beneficial core exercises you can do. And especially if you do a lot of weight training, which we do deadlifts and squats and, and push press and things like that. Like I always see the increase in weight that they're doing because their core is stronger. I mean, that's kind of a given. But what the plank thing does, because everyone knows it's a challenge and, and I'm really pushing them for more and not that we don't push all the time and we're not shooting for PRs on kind of a regular basis, but for this one month, for that one move, we're kind of focused on that. So a couple of years ago, I've talked about badass Betty before. Um, Betty, Betty is, she'll be 70 next year. So a couple of years ago, you know, 68 years old or whatever, she did like a 13 minute plank. And we we're like, oh my gosh, it's fucking amazing, right? Like, I think I can do three, maybe, if I'm lucky. Then last year, she does 15 minutes. So you start putting that in perspective of like the 68-year-old woman sitting there doing a 15-minute plank. And, and my homie Dale, who is my, my longest tenured client of 13 and a half years, he did 13 minutes. And, you know, both just the amazing numbers. And, and you know, the, the gym crowd around them is like, they want them to win, right? They're like, how long did she go? How long is she going? You know, they're looking over like, what's the time? Like kind of whispering to me because they don't want to disturb her. But she's all in her zen over there. So she didn't hear anything anyway. So, so this year, I'm like, are we going to have a new champ? Or is Betty going to reign supreme again for the third year in a row? And so I'm talking it up in the gym. And, and it gets people excited because, you know, if you own a gym, there's the, that community aspect that we all love. You know, it's very like CrossFit. We've talked about it before. does a great job of that community feel. So regardless of what you feel about the programming, the people are awesome. And we have that feeling in my gym. So this year on Monday, this, this past Monday, Betty does a plank, gets 15.07. So she beats her time. Now remember, she got, that lady's going to be 70 years old next year. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. So Dale comes in. I'm like, all right, Dale, here's what Betty did. And Dale's like in his mid 50s. So he's not young by any means, you know, like all things considered. It's not like he's a 25 year old or something. Right. And, and he's planking and he's just still as can be like this dude doesn't, you know, he shakes a little bit when he gets, when it gets hard, but he ain't moving. And at some point I go look at his watch and I see he's like at nine and a half minutes. Right. All right. And I look again, he's at 12. I look again, he's at 13. He's starting to shake a little bit. I'm like, Oh shit, he's going for it. And, and he told me after the fact, he goes in my head, I wanted to do three songs because there's always music playing. And then I'm going to evaluate what's happening. Well, I don't know what music was playing, but there were three long songs that came on. So by the time he looks at his watch, he's like 13 and a half minutes in. He's like, okay, I can get to 14. Okay, I can get to 15. And then he's like, now I got to put Betty out of reach. So, so he ends up doing 16 minutes and 15 seconds of a fucking plank, which is insane <laughs> to me, right? 
And, and while he's doing that, like everyone else has started their workout because they already did their five minute plank and they're right. on, they're on to the next thing. But you know, they're, they're looking over and they're like, you can do it. You got it. You got it. And he finally drops down and you know, I announced the time and everyone cheers. And then the rest of that morning, like people were coming in and go, what Betty do? What Dale do? Cause they know they're the two that like reign supreme over the plank. But the reason I, I tell this whole arc of a story is it, it's something that brings the gym together. Right. And regardless of people's fitness level, like my, my guy, Mike, who, Mike Purdue, he's an apex with us. He did a 405 plank. Well, he started the gym like five months ago and couldn't do a 30 second plank. Right. You know, so like he's grinning ear to ear. He's elated at his plank. But then he's also inspired by Betty and Dale doing things like that. And it's those things that I think as a coach, especially in person, we have to remember that we're also creating an experience. You can have great programming, you can get the results, like all those things, but there's an experience that our clients want to have when they come in our doors. It's why they stay. Because again, if you're a coach, you know, like 50% of your people never see the results that they want to see because of them, because of their diet or their inconsistency or whatever. But that culture and that community is what keeps people involved. And when you can find ways to encourage and to motivate and then celebrate, which we're going to talk about today, when you can find ways to celebrate people almost across the board, because damn near everyone hits a PR when they're doing these planks, mm -hmm. then it's that encouragement. It's that boost that they need sometimes to be like, oh, I am making progress. Like I, you know, and this is fun. And not only can I celebrate myself, but I can celebrate the people around me too. And we can all win and elevate. And John, you and I talk about the scarcity mindset all the time. And when you don't have that and you're able to operate from that place of abundance and gratitude, everyone wins. Yeah, dude, I love planks. Like it's just genius how you've gamified that and actually tied it into the culture. It's actually one of the exercises I would do on the first session with a brand new client because it would tell me more about their mindset than it would about their body. Because yeah. if I have someone up there and they're like, as soon as they feel a little bit, they go, and they collapse. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's good to know. Because you're going to do that throughout the programming. So I, now I can uh, uh, adjust for that moving forward. Then you get other people that's like, all right, you can, you can stop, man. This is just a test. And they're just like, I'm going to hold this thing as long as I physically can. All right, cool. You're that type of person. So yep. I think it's really powerful what a, such a simple exercise can do, not just for their body, but for their mind. And it's great feedback from a coaching standpoint, too. So I love it, man. Yeah, you know, we we far too often as coaches get way too fancy and way too intricate about things that don't need to be that complicated. And yeah, well, dude, I get it for our, our own workouts. You just get bored doing the same fucking shit for 10 years in a row. And then you start doing like single leg BOSU lap pull downs and you're like, <laughs> fucking around at that point. But for most people, come on, let's keep it real. We got to build fundamentals, basics, and build yeah. them up from there. Um, so, so what John and I want to talk about today is, is celebrating and winning. And, you know, it's the beginning of December. And for a lot of us, if you're a business owner, this is the time you start looking at the numbers. Like you should be looking at your numbers anyway, but it's the time where you're like, ah, oh, fuck. It's December. I only got a month left. I'm not going to hit my goal. Like, you know, I set all these expectations that are not hit or the other way around. Like, damn, it's been a damn good year. Look at that. But I think in both instances, we have to learn to celebrate what we've done. And we are always our own worst critic. 
No one will ever be harder on us than we are on ourselves. And I would say, especially on the winning side, if you're looking at things and you're like, man, I've had a great year and I've grown my business and I got all these clients now that I hoped and wished for for so many years, we're the worst ones to go, yeah, but I should have done more. I could have, you know, I, I could have done this better. I, I meant to launch a program and I didn't do it. I meant to go online. I didn't do it yet. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that analysis of what can you do better. But if we don't learn to appreciate and celebrate the wins along the way, then we ain't going to appreciate shit when things are from, from anybody else's perspective are amazing. Cause we're still going to have that same mindset of, I know, but I know, but. And that's not a great place to be because, you know, just like money is a multiplier. If you're, if you're poor and happy, you'll be rich and happy. If you're poor and miserable, you're going to be a rich asshole and you'll be miserable then too. Yep. And I think the same goes with, with success in business. Like if you're not willing to celebrate what you did do and be realistic about what you didn't do, then nothing is ever going to be good enough. Yeah. And dude, every time I'm, you know, we all go through this, right. And you and I were just joking, like, dude, no one's harder on us than, than us. Right. <laughs> There's nothing anyone else can say that will make me feel worse than what I already feel. Cause I always feel like I could be doing better. I could be doing more. And I think of the, the movie with Adam Sandler and it's kind of an older one, but it's that Sandy Wexler movie on Netflix where he plays like that very nosy or noisy kind of, um, uh talent agent and he's helping like singers get jobs and stuff like that and he ends up helping um this singer break out she was like singing at disney world in a chicken outfit and <laughs> he heard her was like you've got talent and she ends up blowing up and one of the things that he told her as she started to blow up was don't ever forget where you came from and he handed her the chicken outfit that she used to wear he goes put it on She's like, I don't want to fucking put it on. He goes, just put it on. <laughs> and he finally gets her to wear it. And that was what kind of made her realize like, wow, I am really grateful for where I'm at. And she was getting stuck and getting negative, how things weren't going according to plan. But when you look at where you came from relative to where you're at right now, I guarantee you've got at least a few things you can be grateful for. And that's only going to help you get more and more and more of it. And, you know, I've said this a lot recently that, you know, many of us are living the life that years ago we dreamed of having, right? Yeah. We said, you know, when I get this, when I make this type of money, when I have this many clients, when I have this type of influence, everything's gonna be awesome. Well, now you have it and you're still not satisfied. And again, there's nothing wrong with, there's blissful dissatisfaction. You know, you can, you can be happy and not satisfied. You can say, look, I have accomplished this. Oh my gosh. Amazing. You know, imagine what the next 10 years is going to be, but you can still appreciate that in the, in the moment. And like I said, when you, when you're not willing to do that, when it's only criticism all the time, not only is that not a good mindset to have in your business, but it's going to permeate into everything else that you do. It's going to permeate into your relationships, into your workouts. Like everything is going to have that same mindset of, well, it's good, but I could have, I could have done better. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, I made some fucking progress. Like, this is amazing. Now, what can I do? And I also think, too, like, sometimes the lesson is more valuable than the money. And I think a lot oh, of times as we're growing and going through stuff, it's like, oh, I didn't hit this revenue goal or whatever the thing is. Think about what was the lesson that you learned? Because you may have gone through something this year that may, may have been a little painful for you, but you were brought through that for a reason so that next year 
you can pivot and you can adapt and then you can continue to grow and apply those lessons. And one of my favorite parts about business is you only have to get it right once. <laughs> Ain't that great? You can, you can get it wrong so many times, but just one time and it can change your life. And I'm glad you brought up the point about the lesson because oftentimes that's the gap between where we are and where we need to go. There's something we haven't learned yet. There's a lesson there's a test, there's, there's a piece of information that we're missing and we have to learn that in order to move to the next spot. So when you start asking yourself, why am I not there? How come that person you know, is making six figures and they've only been doing this for eight months and I've been doing this for five years and you know, I'm, I'm barely hitting those numbers? Well, you haven't learned what's necessary in order to grow in that manner. And that's a hard thing to, that's a really hard thing to swallow sometimes especially for those of you who have been doing this for a while. And, and I say that because that was me. That, that was me going, why the fuck does everybody else seem to be making a whole lot of money and I'm not? Why does everybody else seem to have a really easy time getting clients and I'm not? Why is everybody else doing this and doing that and I'm not? But I've been, I've been coaching for 15 years. You know, I've been coaching for 12 years. You know, they've only been doing this. They don't know that. Well, no, it's, it's, it's a you problem. <laughs> it's, a user, it's a user error like the issues in the mirror and you got to figure it out and you have to be willing to stay humble in that process too. And just know that, look, like you are where you are because of your actions and decisions, which means wherever you want to go is going to be a result of your actions and decisions. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like we're all running our own race. And, you know, I know a guy who wrote a fantastic book that talks about the process. So it's called groom for great. And by the way, that's my book. <laughs> that sounds like a great title. I would be interested in that. It's pretty, it's a pretty dope title. You know, smart guy came up with it. Um, but what I really talk about in that book is what you're talking about, Mark, is I believe that we all have a destiny and it's all whether we lean in and learn those lessons and apply the, the, the solutions on those lessons that we get to step into who it is that we were destined to be. And we all have our own issues we, we got to grow through and go through. It's unique to each person. Like your challenges you've gone through and Mark are different than the ones I've gone through and we've got to work on our shit, right? Um, but I think once you get honest and clear on what that stuff is and see if we're like, wow, this is actually the stepping stone that's going to move me here. I just have to be willing to one, see it for what it is and two, actually take action on it. And when you start falling in love with the growth process, all the money, the influence, the, the better relationships with your family, all that stuff goes up when you take care of that work. That's the real work that, that I believe that you got to put the work into. Yeah. Amen to that. And, and again, it's not, it's not easy. No, let's like be realistic. That shit ain't easy. Ain't easy, but it's simple. It's I will simple. say that it's simple. <laughs> ain't easy though. Most people aren't willing to do that. It's like a plank. It's simple. Oh, it ain't, but did you see, it ain't see easy. What, I see what you did there. <laughs> that was good. And it's in. It, I think the difficult part, John, is that when you're not making the money you want to make, like when money is still an issue. Yeah, that's a stress that's hard. And once you overcome that, once you're at that point of like, okay. I don't have to worry about my bills anymore. I don't have to worry about my rent. Like everything's paid. I can buy my food, like, you know, all the necessities. It really is a freeing feeling. And, and it's, it's amazing how exponential you grow past that because of that one stress not being there. Yeah. So, you know, when you and I are working with coaches, 
I mean, really one of our biggest things is let's get these people some clients. Let's get some money in your bank account. So you stop worrying about that and operating with that mindset of like, fuck, I need money. Well, yeah, it's, you fuck it's up like, the sale and you fuck up the process and, and all that because you're, you're so, you're not focused on that person in front of you. You're focused on the dollar sign attached to them. Dude, it's the same thing as beer goggles and trying to go pick up chicks, in my opinion. <laughs> That's great. No offense, women, if you're listening. I'm sure it goes the other way, too. You got some ugly guys on our side. I don't know the name for them, but you get my point. You're not going to make good choices when you got yeah. beer goggles on, is all I'm saying. So you got to get those things off. And, and in your business, that's getting some cash in there. And there's several ways to do that. And I was literally talking the other day, Mark, to one of our clients. I was like, the hardest part is that first start because it takes all the momentum to get started. The next hardest part is scaling. <laughs> when you do hit that level, you're like, now I got to bring people on. But if you get real clear on where you're at, it really gives you the focus on here's what I need to focus on. I need to be getting cash in my business. So if I'm doing something that doesn't lead to that, then you need to go ahead and table that, get good with your money. And then that's going to free you up to do the other things. Yeah. So, you know, with it being December, you know, again, I, I think it's, it's a great time to reflect. It's a great time to analyze what you've done this year, how you've operated, yeah. And, and really take stock of, of your wins and write them down. Like get out a sheet of paper and a pen and write them down. Don't do it on your phone. Don't make a notes folder. Don't do it in Evernote. Like literally write it down. Because again, being our own worst critic, we forget a lot. Like we forget a ton of things. You know, I make, a, I make this book every year for my wife at Christmas time. That's like a photo album. And what I do is I just, I go through my phone and pull photos out and I'll be like, oh yeah, we did that. Oh yeah, I forgot we went there. Oh yeah, I forgot we had that experience. Well, it's the same thing with our business. Like you forget how many lives you've, you've touched. You forget how many people that, you know, were, were engaging with your content or bought your program or lost weight. Like we forget about all those things. We're just so focused on a lot of the things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, use this time to really analyze like what you've done. Where did you win? What client successes did you have? I mean, that you know, that should really be one of the, the maybe right below revenue, <laughs> you know, for most of us. Like, where did I actually help people? Yeah. And, and you I start think writing that down and you understand the impact that you've had over the year. And it, it really helps put things in perspective. Yeah. And I, I would take it one more step. After you do that, go out and do something. Like something that you would normally not do for yourself because you don't think you're worth it. Maybe it's going to the spa. Maybe it's taking a weekend uh, vacation or, or get going somewhere local where you live with your spouse, whatever that is. When you start tasting those new levels that you would like to get, it's going to motivate your ass to do the work so you can do that more often. And then you start associating, oh, when I get these wins, I get to do this. Oh, I want to do that more. So it'll help start rewiring your mindset around your gratitude and what you focus on. You got to start tasting where you want to go. I'm, I'm glad you said that. So I'm, I'm going to tell another little story. Uh, Laura and I went shopping this past weekend for bougie shit, right? <laughs> for her, not me. I'm not bougie. Oh, never. She's slowly converting me, you know? Oh my God, I've seen it. You're slipping, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> um, but, you know, she was, she was looking at like, uh, like some, some Gucci stuff, like literal, no, I'm not using the, the slang term, like, like the Gucci brand. Um, and she sees this purse and she's like, oh, let me see the purse. So the lady brings purse down and 
you know, I have no point of reference for any of this stuff. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. You know, it's a purse. I don't know. You know, it looks fancy. It's soft. I don't, you know, what the fuck ever. And it's really expensive. Right. And uh, so I don't know if you know this, but ladies try purses on, which I've never like that. That's a foreign concept to me until I met my wife. She's like, Ooh, how does this one look? I'm like, I don't know. I'm looking at your butt. Um, and so, so, but here's the deal. It's something that she could afford. Like she could have bought it right then and there if she wanted to no big deal. Right. But I told her, I said, why don't you attach that to a goal? And so she kind of looked at me like, oh, <laughs> but immediately it came into her head because there's something she's been meaning to do in her business that she hasn't done. She's been putting it off. And I'm like, well, why don't you, when that happens, come back and get the purse. She's like, oh, you're right. And so to your point, like, I, I think there's ways to, again, gamify this system for ourselves and reward our own winning with a little delayed gratification too. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there, there are a lot of things that we don't normally do for ourselves. I think massages are, you know, as a coach, like we all, fuck, we're tight and things hurt all the time and we don't take care of our bodies the way we tell everybody else to. But I think having those things and putting that out there and saying, look, when I, when I hit this, this benchmark, when I get this many clients, when I hit this revenue goal, I'm going to reward myself by going doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's the carrot on the stick. And, and I think it works, you know, and when yeah. you attach it to something that, you could do right now, but you delay it because you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to wait till I get that next win. Yeah. I, I love it. I love that motivation. Yeah. It's the same thing with mowing the grass when I, when, when I was younger, I'd be watching my dad and he'd mow the grass. And then afterward he'd pop open a Budweiser. I'd be like, why do you always drink a beer after you mow the grass? He goes, it tastes better after the work. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> something that stuck with me, you know? So it works. I love it. That's why that beer after the Tough Mudder is always amazing. Um, dude, yeah, you just beat the shit out of yourself for God knows how long. Yeah, your body's like, this is amazing. Dude, we, uh, there was this girl at the, the world's toughest. So as people were crossing the finish, like the big finish, you know, like you're done and you've done your however many horrible miles you did. She had a backpack with a bunch of mini shot glasses and fireball. And she's fireball. like, you want to shot a fireball? And I'm like, yeah, why the hell not? And she's like, oh, we're doing this old school. <laughs> she's like, lean your head back. <laughs> she just poured the bottle. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Dude, I can't tell you how many girls I saw in college. I would roll up to a party and be like, fireball. And it's like doing shots. And man, women love fireball. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so, yeah, if you're if you're a coach. Uh, you can celebrate with fireball as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you actually do it, you can tag us. Take a picture yeah. of you doing fireball. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Um, so, you know, again, the, to kind of start to wrap this up a little bit, celebrate your wins. Like, really take stock of what you've done this year. And like I said, I really encourage people to put pen to paper. It's so much more powerful to write things down physically than it is to type them out somewhere. But write down what went right. Write down the things that you could have improved upon or that you weren't happy with, or maybe just things that need to be eliminated altogether. You know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we, we try to diversify ourselves and we get too far into the weeds and we get away from what our original intent and mission was. And just hone in on what's working. Look at your numbers. You know, where's your revenue coming from? 
and and really map out that plan for next year because it's going to be here you know we got 30 days from today you know i think this will this will probably air and there'll be like 22 days left in the in the year and you know i can't believe it's december already right so you went faster than last year so you know you're going to look up and it's going to be march and you're going to be going what the fuck am i doing So get that plan laid out. And as always, if you need help, if you need some guidance, that's what John and I are here for. That's why we do what we do. The Real Talk with Real Fit Pros Facebook group. Go join that if you're not in that already. Mm -hmm. And, you know, utilize the network of people that we've built and and including ourselves and and get better. Simple as that. Yep. And as you're celebrating your wins, get clear and ask yourself, are you getting what you're worth? And really be honest with yourself. Are you getting what you're worth in the types of clients you work with? Like, are you happy with them? Do you like who you work with? Or is it just transactional? Do you like the relationship you have with your family? Do you like the relationship you have with yourself? And I think when you get honest with that, then you can start formulating the plan, what you need to do to move into next year. And when you start implementing these things now, so many times I see people think they, they can fix their problems in 30, 60, 90 days where if you just gave yourself 12 months, here are the two to three things that I'm going to make non-negotiable, you will be fucking amazed at what you could do in 12 months. Yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. So with that being said, happy or merry early Christmas if you're listening to this. And as always, don't forget to go out there and get what you're worth. If you need any help, come find me and Mark. Until then, we'll see y'all in the trenches. Yeah. Yeah. Damn good. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid with their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth. Yeah.